0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's our first worldwide open reading of 2008. Isn't that exciting? I assure you I'm wearing a little pointy hat on it that says, Happy first reading of 2008. Unfortunately, this is uh, radio, so you're not able to see that, but uh, I encourage you all to envision that at this time. My name is Rick Lupert. I am the uh, Poetry Superhighway person. Uh, good to have you listening. And I invite you to call in and read your poetry. If you want to call in, we um, invite you to. Um, you can read anything that you want. There are no content or style restrictions. Um, and you will be able to share your poetry with a potentially worldwide audience um, on our live show right now as well as have it recorded in the archive broadcast so that people will be able to listen to until the end of time. If you would like to call in, all you need to do is call in to the guest call-in number, which is area code 646-716-7362. And um, I will uh, see if you've called in and we'll put people on air in the order that you've called in. I'll identify you by your area code, so that way you'll know that I'm talking to you and that you're on the air. And then you'll have the chance to read your poems. Could be one poem, could be a few, depends on how many callers we have at any given time. Um, I want to tell you about a couple things that are coming up on the Poetry Superhighway. Those of you who have been uh, participating in our projects for uh, any length of time, are probably familiar with the Great Poetry Exchange, and that will be starting again at the beginning of February, so look for the announcement on February 1st, and basically how that works is you, if you choose to participate, will agree to send one of your books, one book that you've written, whether it's a chapbook or a perfectly bound book or something that's self-published or something that someone else has published. will agree at the end of the month-long collection period to send that book to one other randomly selected person. And in turn, you will receive a poetry book from yet another randomly selected person. So the announcement will go out on February 1st, and at that time, there'll be a form online on the Poetry Superhighway website. And um, what will... uh, what will uh, you'll, you'll fill that out with your book and the details on it on, on your book, and we'll put all of those details up on the website so everyone will know all of the books that uh, that have been pledged and then I will send you an email and with the information on another participating poet and you will send your book to that person and then you will also randomly receive another, receive another one. So there's a little confusion last year with a couple folks uh, who received a book and then, uh, sent a book back to the person who they received it from and not to the person who I assign them to. So just to be perfectly clear, uh, you will send a book to a person that I will assign you to send a book to, and you will receive a book from a completely different person. And uh, it's a pretty cool vision, and it's, uh, we've been doing it for a bunch of years now, and uh, the vision of uh, poetry books randomly being emailed to different people not emailed. I'm sorry. A uh, mailed to people throughout the world is uh, is uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. So we've got some callers on the line. Um, again, the number to call in is 646-716-4362. And uh, our first caller is from the seven o five area code. Hello.
1: Hi Rick. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Good sir. Who's, who's
1: this? Uh, it's Alex Chorney calling from Sault Ste. Marie.
0: Oh, hey, Alex. You're you're becoming a regular on the program.
1: I'm um, trying to become as regular as you are, sir. <laughs> well,
0: I'll have to uh, hook you up with my proctologist.
1: Oh, well, maybe I have one here that we can uh, talk about. Um, cool. So, um, so share a poem with us. Uh, fields of Lavender, Rick. The last few nights I haven't slept very well, being lots on my mind with all we've gone through. It's like I just lie there, eyes open, then eyes shut, hand crank won't turn off. Like in the Arctic when the sun won't go down, I'm more at peace than ever. But when lights coming through my window can't seem to enter the rhythmical mode. Funny how the body works, sometimes rank is pulled on me. When it comes right down to it, a greater gravity influences my tide. I hold each day in reverence. Concern can become overbearing. As I took you into my heart, so expanded the reaches of my oceans. It's a natural consequence to move beyond what existed before. With you came fields of lavender, which have so inundated me inside and out, that myself I hardly recognize. Has my intensity altered? Why, at times I'm overwhelmed. This newfound nectar flushes my entire being to where my aura shimmers like the moon on a lake. Need time to assimilate, to adjust my focus as I absorb its resplendence. Begin to drift away. Here comes an out-of-body movement. As I look down from above, I see you awaiting me with open arms.
0: <clears throat> Thanks, Alex. Um, great poem. It almost said, it almost sounded like when you said the title that uh, that my name was in the title. It came pretty close.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to, I mean, I, I just would you know say thank you for that that ode that you you clearly had written for me.
1: Well, you're very welcome, sir. <laughs>
0: Um, Cool. Well, thanks for calling in again. Uh, Great to to hear your voice, and uh, it's amazing with with an entire worldwide audience that I already have regulars, and I'm I'm glad you got through and and could read again. Thank you. Anything uh, new poetically you want to tell us about?
1: Um, Just keep on submitting all over the place, and what I'm trying to do, it's not really poetically, but I'm trying to... uh, One of my friends here in town, he's a filmographer, and he does... He makes... Screenplays and then produces films. And one short story I've written this year, he's probably going to try to uh, produce into a screenplay for me, and from there to a film, and that would open up huge doors for my writing. So,
0: yeah, certainly. Well, then when you're 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 famous, you could bring all us poets along with you.
1: That would be cool. (laughs) Well, we're going to hold you to that. Mm, That's that's (laughs) easy, Rick. I, I hold you to it too. Because okay. it's, it's uh, just amazing the opportunity that it is with this program. It's, uh, it's the worldwide audience, like you said, and it just it allows everybody to connect in one small universe, you know?
2: Right.
0: Well, making the universe smaller, that's our goal.
1: And cleaning up the environment.
0: Right. Well, that's the other goal. That, uh, exactly. We haven't launched any, any poetry projects uh, uh, in that vein yet, but uh, we'll, we'll
1: see what we can do. Gotcha. All right, well, cool. Thanks
0: again for calling in, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time.
1: Ten four. Take care and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. All right, that was uh, Alex, um, who is our first, I think, uh, repeat and regular caller. He's called in three shows in a row. You too uh, could be uh, a repeat uh, caller. Um, we do this show every single month, and uh, anyone is welcome to call in at any time, and we'll fit in as many... Callers, as we can during the hour, we'd love to hear your poetry. You can read anything that you want—something, uh, something established that you're really confident about. You can uh, share something new that you're not sure about. Um, whatever you want to do, it's 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 an open reading, and uh, and we just would love to hear what you uh, what you have. So um, again, the number to call in is area code six four six seven one six. Seven three six two and um, and that's that now um, I know I'm in the chat room with someone and uh, with Deirdre and she has said that she's online, but I don't see you in my control panel Deirdre uh, by any chance you're just online I guess not hmm well that's confusing you might you might have to call in uh, uh, using a, a cell phone or or a landline to the call-in number because I, I I don't see a way to connect Skype callers in my in my control panel, which is confusing. Or you're, you're you're just you're not showing up in my available slots. So um, give it a try. So everyone, again, the phone number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. It's an open reading, and you are the stars. So uh, please do call in and and read something. I'd like to share a poem from. Uh, a friend of mine named Brendan Constantine who's a local Los Angeles poet, Um, and this is from his chapbook called Crime Wave, and this one is called Meeting the Authors. I'm talking to the children about strangers. They're people your parents haven't met, I say. They're everywhere. Now I want to know what the children know. What does What does a stranger look like? It's a man, they say. My fault, perhaps. I've been saying he all day. But like mice, they have gathered bright things from who knows where. He's tall, has a beard, brown eyes, with gold flecks, a long coat. His pockets are full of candy and broken glass. He has toys, which he makes himself or inherits from the children who speak to him. If you go with him, he will keep you. The stranger has no name, no name. You don't call him, you draw him out by being alone or not looking at clocks, by making up what you haven't been told. That is the song, the poem, Meeting the Authors by Brendan Constantine from his chapbook Crime Wave on It Was a Dark and Stormy Night Press. I highly recommend Brendan Constantine look them up on the internet, read as much as you can, or if you happen to be in the Los Angeles area, uh, then you should definitely uh, check out one of the readings that, that he did. A great resource. Um, uh, every time when someone calls, I was uh, I was asked about uh, what, what readings are going on in their community. Well, a great resource to find out what readings are going on in Southern California, there's a website called poetics.net. It's P O E T I X dot N E T. And it's a, it's a monthly publication that publishes articles and uh, things like that um, by all kinds of different uh, local folks, reviews, um, uh, thoughts about poetry, that kind of thing. And there's an extensive venue list which um, has venues listed from really from San Diego all the way up to Santa Barbara, um, and a really comprehensive calendar um uh which uh, you know you can click a date on the calendar and you'll see that there's five different readings going on somewhere in LA so if you happen to be in LA and you want to participate in a reading then you uh you have no excuse not to find one because <coughs> literally literally <laughs> get it thank you um there's one happening all over the city every single day so again the calling the calling number is area code 646 646- call in it's open Uh, we want to hear your poems Um, and there you go I'm going to play a a spoken word track right now I played this last time on the show right at the end uh, but I I wanted to get a chance to play it earlier but I had um, too many callers to really get it so um, uh, Portland based poet and uh, spoken word artist Mike Daly just released a book called Alarm and uh it's a great, great uh, sort of prose novel, if you will. And it comes with two CDs, a, uh, a live CD of recordings of his uh, spoken word uh, band as well as mixed and produced spoken word tracks. It's really interesting. You can check it out on on um, on um, Amazon or MySpace or any of that. Look for Mike Daly and Alarm. This is a uh, spoken word track from that CD.
2: Alarm. All right. I shut it off and press up against Jocelyn. She's murmuring and slurring words. I can't understand her. She's not wearing a shirt. I'm excited. I have to get up. I get up. I'm at a point in my life where boxers don't work. Work pants don't work. Socks don't work. Shirts I have don't work. Belts that used to work don't work tighten it up. I need to work. I need a job. It's too early for news. There's a documentary on public broadcasting about a famous American poet from the 60s. I sit down on the couch. I think he's from Massachusetts. He has white hair and black glasses. He knew Jackie Onassis. He must have written a poem about Kennedy and one about snow falling on the Sahara Desert in Northern Africa. Robert Lowell? The Sahara Desert is the size of the entire United States. I can't eat anything. I brush my teeth, gag, rinse my mouth with the mountain spring water, spit. I break down on the love seat. No
1: coffee?
2: I'm not sure how much time goes by. I see sunlight. I seem to see sunlight. I get up. I turn off the TV, pick a CD for the drive, and leave. Above, by Mad Season. Mad season. The coats don't work. I need another coat. Too late. Mad season.
0: <clears throat> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I was a little bit late on the applause button uh, there, but uh, I wanted to make sure to get that in. That was a spoken word track from Mike Daly's uh, recording from the new book and double CD set, Alarm, which I uh, can't recommend enough. I've got another spoken word track um, I'll play in a little little bit. It's actually one of one of mine, and I, I do this because I, I want to invite any of you to uh, email any spoken word MP3s that you own the content for your own work, and I would be happy to highlight them here on the show. I'm, I, I have a lot of spoken word recordings, uh, but uh, you know there's various guidelines on Blog Talk Radio where you can't just uh, play something that you don't own or you don't have the rights to. So um, if you send me something that you own, that you created, I would be more than happy to play it and will help sort of expand the type of content we have here on the show. Um, but it has to come from you with your permission to, to, uh, to actually play it. So that's that. Um, we, uh, um, oh, well, I guess I should give you my email. It's uh, rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Um, if you want to connect with me, there's a a zillion ways to do it right now. Um, of course, you can call in and read your poetry, and I highly encourage you to do that. Uh, the number is 646-716-7362. It's wide open. You can read anything you want. You can read your favorite poem. You could read, uh, your latest poem. You could read your oldest poem. You could tell us about it. We'd love to hear it. Even if you don't want to read a poem, but, uh, maybe you participate in the, uh, the, um, uh, poetry community in your town, um, you, uh, you can just tell us about your community. You know what? Um, maybe I'm giving out the wrong number. I realize I'm giving out the host number, and that, that could be a problem here. Um, let me give you the correct number. I'm sorry. Um, I've, I lost my mind today. Um, it's area code 6467164362. It's not 7362. It's 4362. Um, my, my bad. Um, that's the number that I dial in so I can have all my hostly powers and be able to press buttons and things. So the correct number to call in is 646-716-4362, and uh, you won't have to enter any uh, numbers. You'll just hear the show until I put you on the air. Um, There's a little bit of a delay, um, so listen to the show on your phone, or else um, you will lose your mind and your brain will melt because you'll hear one thing on your computer and another thing on your phone, and... uh, Again, as I've mentioned in the past, we're not insured for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's that. That's, uh, I definitely want you to, uh, to feel free to call in. So, if you, if you, again, if you don't have a poem, if you're not comfortable reading, but you just want to chat about the poetry community in your area, uh, feel free to do that. Um, we'd love to hear your, your poetic stories as well. So, um, what else can I tell you? Um, Um, I would like to share myself um, a recent poem that I wrote. This is called Seasons in L.A. Um, Wrote it about a year ago, and uh, here it goes. Seasons in L.A. by me, Rick Lupert. It is autumn in L.A., and soon the leaves will come off the trees. Throughout the Southland, a total of six leaves will fall off as many trees, and those lucky enough to spot one will reminisce wistfully about their time spent in the East as a child. Those not from the East will curse the harshness of L.A.'s winters and continue on their long drives down Sepulveda for destinations as far away as Culver City. I wonder how the onset of fall will affect the hummingbirds. Every day, now that we've installed the feeder, a fleet of the rascals, like feathered helicopters, hover near the flower-shaped receptacles, sipping the sweet nectar I break my fingers every day to afford. Do they leave town when the thermometer hits the Arctic-like sub-65 degree temperatures that sends my wool cap on a bee-line straight from the closet to the washing machine for its annual refreshing, or do they stick it out, hover together for warmth, and pray to the bird gods the nectar doesn't freeze? It is seriously not summer in Los Angeles, those of us with a preference for cold weather clothing are warming up our credit cards, fire season has come and gone, it's time to put out the flood decorations, I am one of the lucky ones, a leaf has fallen off my tree, I watch it drift to the ground like American beauty. That was a recent poem by me, it's called Seasons in L.A. Um, Just want to clarify the phone number, it's uh, area code 646-716-7362, that is the number to call in uh, and uh, read your poetry, and uh, we would love to uh, hear what it is that you um, have to say. I believe I have a caller on the air now, hello. Hello. Hi, who am I talking to? This is Deidre. Hi Deidre, glad you made it in. Yeah, me too. That's gr- cool. Cool. Uh, remember to listen on the phone because if you listen on the computer, it's, there's a delay, so you'll get distracted. So you might want to turn the volume on your computer down.
3: Yeah, except I'm using the computer to talk to you.
2: Oh, fantastic! Yeah, they're both right. coming
3: through at the same time. It's a little confusing, but I think I'll manage.
0: Cool. So, where are you from, Deirdre?
3: I'm from. I'm living in Tacoma Park, Maryland, right now. But- I am from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania initially. Hi David,
4: glad you
0: moved it in. Wow, I can hear the show in the background. I, I think my brain is about to melt. a delay, <laughs> Yes, I I, I have it sorted. Sure. <clears throat> All right, maybe you can uh maybe you can mute the listening of the show and just use the Skype part to uh to call
2: Because...
0: Do you think you could do that, Deidre? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm trying to, to. How do you turn it off?
0: Um, well, if you just close, you, you keep your Skype open, and you close the window that you're listening to the show on, and it should, should work just fine.
3: Okay, there we go.
0: Cool. So you're from Tacoma Park, Maryland. I am. And do you have a poem you'd like to read for us?
3: I did. I wrote two last night. They haven't been workshopped, but um, they're pretty fresh.
0: Let's hear it. Let's hear the first one.
3: Okay. The first one is called I Rely on Whatever the Night Brings Me. Her generosity, her wisdom, the three fingers she holds my pen with and the two resting on my page. I rely on her never to give me the same poem twice, the way I step into her. She is more to she is more to me than the hose that matches my skirt. More to me than a bottle of mare. I rely on her to keep away the stink of ordinariness. The night has many stars, but from the city I cannot see them. I rely on her to tell me where they are and the story each one has to share. Personification is easy, she says, because you have so little love in your life. You pretend all these objects care for you. Speak to them as though they are listening. Give them a voice to tell you the things you don't want to admit. If God were a turnip truck, he would chop the gospel into little pieces and eat it raw, You feel pressure to eat the whole truckload yourself. You would worry about your waistline. You would worry about getting gassy, but you would never have a friend to share them with. Turnips are out of season, so you might sell a few, she says. Go to small stand and sit along Route 1.
0: And remember to take the truck with you. A little Deirdre, a little, little hard to hear you because we can still hear the show in the background there and it's it's sort of a, a hearing sort Uh-oh. of two things, but it is it is kind of a, a surreal element which is always welcome uh, in poetry as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, th- from what I heard though, I I enjoyed that piece uh, quite a bit. Thank you for sharing it. Okay. that one um, more? D- are, you, are you involved with, uh, do, do you go to poetry readings or anything like that in, in your area? I don't know where any are. Honestly,
3: um, I'm not from this area, and I've only moved here recently. And um, so, where to go? I'm still learning.
2: Well, I, ho-
0: I hope you did, did. you participate? I mean, are, have you ever been to a poetry reading? Did you participate uh, ba- back in your previous residence?
3: Oh, absolutely in Harrisburg. Yes, every Tuesday. Oh, Harrisburg,
0: night. right? Yeah,
5: yeah, absolutely.
0: Cool. Well, I hope you. Um, I hope you find. Um, I hope you find some in Tacoma Park, and maybe if you don't, you'll start one. Yeah, I'd like to. Great. Well, um, thank you again for calling in and sharing your poem with us.
3: Thank you.
0: And uh, and call in again soon, all right? Yep. All right, that was um, Deidre from Tacoma Park, Maryland, our first Skype caller, which um, uh, was exciting um, uh, uh, in all kinds of ways. So I'm glad to... um, Glad to hear um uh, glad to hear that poem. Um so uh next um I would we have a caller from the seven six oh area code. Are you there? Oops, I just hung up on him. Wow, well, I'm really failing today as a host. Um please send me all kinds of complaint letters because uh I'm I'm screwing up big time, giving out the wrong phone number, pressing the wrong buttons, etc. Um, um I would burn down the radio station if I were you at this point. Um But uh, uh, you'll have to find it first. So, again, the call-in number is 716-7362. That's in the 646 area code, 646-716-7362. It's right there on your screen. I should stop talking and trying to give you information. Uh, You can also uh, send me an instant message. My screen name is Rick Poet on the AOL AIM system and uh, you can chat with me in the chat room, which is available on the Blog Talk radio page as well. Um, we do have another caller on the line from the 910 area code. Hello.
6: Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Just enjoying the day.
0: And who am I talking to?
6: Do um, you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, just making sure because my um, signal is bad. Uh, my name is Luan Bowens. I go by LJ. That's what everybody calls me.
0: LJ, and where are you from?
6: I'm um, originally from Detroit, Michigan, but right now I reside in Fayetteville, North Carolina.
0: Oh, did you call in last week too?
6: No, this is my first time calling.
0: Well, maybe it was just someone else who sounded like you, also from the from the south there. But uh, well, welcome. Oh, uh, thank you. And do you have a poem for us?
6: Um, yes, yeah, so I have a poem I can read. Um, the title this, um, is "This the End." Um, can I go ahead and start? <laughs> yes, please. Go right ahead. All right. Um, this poem called Is This the End? Is this the end? Is this the life that I was destined to live? Am I the anomaly of an equation that's meant to add life to something, as we know, be the positive in the scheme of things, which we may seem to be proportioned by numbers in arithmetic, so that the sum equals a whole number, a whole me, or the negative balance that takes away and keeps taking it to there is nothing positive left, and the only thing that remains is the integer that continually steeps further into the negative, the minus, the nothing. Is this the pinnacle point of my existence where I live it up and go out with the bang so that people years from now remember the name to tell their children and their children's children of a man who lived his life on the edge, or do I just rot away in the slums of the earth only to disappear and fade away into the thing that most of these vessels on this planet have no choice but to succumb to, a nameless nobody? Is this the chapter of my never-ending story when the hero dies and evil reigns over the land bringing this to an end? Or is it the point where the hero overcomes all of his obstacles and progresses into more than what he once was so that a new story will begin? Is this the climactic conclusion of a clever plot conceived by the many people who in this life breed of gluttony, greed, and envy? Or is this just a paranoid thought brought on by myself from the many delusional thought that I have branded my mind of plenty? Is this the moment of clarity when the heavens open up and shine down a guided light showing me the greatness that is meant to come forth? Is this my calling, my leap of faith that beckons me to achieve that goal and live? and assures me of something better in this plane of existence. (laughs) I don't even know what this is anymore, because at this moment I'm just laying in this hospital bed anticipating what's next, contemplating on the action of the attempt of which I took my own life. Was that the leap of faith I was supposedly destined to follow, the right choice or a mistake? I can't even speak on it because at this moment I can't even seem to open my eyes, and all I can hear is a woman telling my family that I'm in a deep sleep without knowing when I'll ever wake up. So whether or not I live on a respirator without ever getting to see artificial light grace my pupils once again, or if I get the plug pulled on me, and that will guarantee me, to, excuse me, it will guarantee me the rest in either an afterlife based on being tortured, abused, and mangled, or an eternal bliss. All I can do now is wait on the outcome and ask myself this: Is this the end?
0: Nice, LJ. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, so was that about a, an, a, an actual experience that you had, or is it uh, fiction?
6: Um, It's a fiction one. It's not actually based on experience. Um, I just was, I actually was on a net, and I was just surfing the net one day, and I actually just came across, like, an article talking about people in a coma, and I just thought of what a person may have went through, just like any other random person, and I just based the story off of that and just went with it.
0: Well, that's cool. You know, that's a great way to do it. I mean, it's, it's one thing to draw from your own experiences, which we all do in poetry, but to... Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly more challenging to see the experiences of, of someone else, you know, and, uh, and, and trying to put yourself in that place to be able to, yes. to, to, to come out with something authentic, it, you know, that, that makes sense, that really is believable, and I think you did it.
6: Yeah, thanks. So that's the thing, like, um, most, most poets, like, most poets should know. Like, you really, I mean, as a poet, yes, you do want to base poems off your own experience, but you become even a better poet once you start thinking outside of the box. And that's what I always tend to do when I write my poetry. I don't want to always base it on me. I want to put myself in other people's shoes and try to write a poem based on something somebody else has been through or just something that you may not even think could happen, but it does in reality. So.
0: Right. So I'm talking to um, LJ from, did you say North Carolina?
6: North Carolina Fayetteville.
0: North Fayetteville. Um, and um, I've got another caller we're going to get to in a minute, um, and I just want to invite anyone else to call in. Again, the number is 646 646- 7167362, and um, you can read anything that you like. So, LJ, do you, um, are you involved with, do you go to poetry readings?
6: Um, actually, um, I host a poetry read um, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and this Wednesday we actually have, um, I'm hosting a poetry slam here, so.
0: Oh, cool. Where, uh, tell us about it.
6: Um, well, it's called the um, First Annual Verbal Revolution mm-hmm. Poetry Slam. We have artists coming from Raleigh, Durham, and Greensboro, to come here and try and compete for a Grim, like a cash prize and everything. Um, it's based on um, – actually, it's sponsored by um, my entertainment group, which is We Speak Life Entertainment, which we just started last month. So.
0: Cool. And where, what's the venue for anyone who may be listening who's in the area?
6: Um, yeah, the venue is um, called Blue Cafe. It's um, on 1023 Family Drive. And also, we also have another spot called the Mojo's Espresso, which we do on Tuesday nights. Um, at Mojo Espresso, sixty nine hundred Clifton Road, also in Fayetteville, North Carolina.
0: Cool. And you've been doing it for a while.
6: Um, yeah, I actually have a book out. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to tell us about it? Um, sure. Um, it's called "So Many Things to Say." It's a actually a collection of poems. Um, I wrote it back in I wrote it back in June, but it didn't get um, actually put out publicly nationwide until July. You can um, Search it. You can look it up on Amazon.com, or you can actually go to my webpage, which is www.dot.lejuanbowensthepoet. Well, well, spell my name is L-E-J-U-A-N-E. Bowens, B-O-W-E-N-S. The poet at um, .com. And I have a MySpace page also, which will be actually easier to access since my name is so long to spell. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to ramble on. I know everybody's on the line trying to get through. So, um, my MySpace page is www.myspace.com slash music musiq I Q zero seven. 7
0: <clears throat> Alright, that's the one I managed to get down so I'm, that's the one I'm going to check out.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, did, I had to think about it because I was like, I don't want to spell out my whole name so I just went ahead and just gave it My MySpace page.
0: <laughs> cool, well maybe someday your name will be, you know, on the tips of everyone's tongues and everyone will know how to spell it. <laughs> I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to
0: look for you on TMZ.
7: Okay, <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
0: Cool. Well, um, well, congratulations on your book. Um, thanks for calling in and, and reading the the poem for us. Hey, and no um, I hope the uh, the slam and your the other stuff goes real well.
6: All right. No problem. Thank you.
0: Call in again. All right. I will. All right. Cool. That was um, that was um, that was L J calling from uh, North Carolina, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. He's got a book out. He's got uh, um, a reading coming up um, this uh, this week. And uh, a couple other things going on as well. So check out his MySpace page, uh, myspace.com/musiq07, and uh, you can hear more about him. Right now, um, I have uh, been redeemed. The caller from the seven six area code is back. Hello. Hello, Rick. Hi.
8: Hey, good to be talking to you. To you?
0: Likewise, and, and who am I talking to?
8: I'm talking to Brandon from uh, Valley Center, California.
0: Valley Center. Yeah. How's it going? Where's Valley Center?
8: It's down by Palomar Mountain. Uh, If you go down to uh, Oceanside, you hang a left at the San Luis River and go about 30 miles, uh, you'll find Uh Valley Center.
0: So so south of L.A., like uh, towards San Diego, kind
8: of? Right, right. Northeast San Diego County.
0: Got it.
8: This is really wonderful to be hearing from people in North Carolina on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. And thanks for doing park, this.
0: Mark. Uh, no problem just before that, and Iowa before that. and that's that's kind of the you know the coolest thing. The, the thing that I love about the Poetry Superhighway is that every project attracts people literally from all over the world. You know, we're we constantly are publishing people from you know God knows how to pronounce their country, but uh, they're sending in poetry. and and when we do our you know the great poetry exchange, which I mentioned earlier in the show, you know people send books from all over the world and this show is just another extension of that so i'm i'm with you on how cool it is
8: oh it's it's startling i mean i got gooseflesh just the idea you know hearing poems from the other side of the planet right now that's it's it's the greatest
0: well, we haven't heard anything from exactly the other side of the planet yet but we have got the other side of the country but maybe maybe china will be calling in uh soon there actually it looks like there's an international caller uh right after you uh, but um you never know, I could hang up on them by mistake. Um,
8: <gasps> no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not get... planning on it,
0: but that's the way the show's been going so far. So uh, so Brandon, do you got you, you got something to read?
8: Here's a poem for you it's called The Answer Whose So Cal curls against my socal? Who's Escondido hides with mine? Who walks fearlessly near poison oak, weaves her steps between its branches in any season? Where is the trailhead that leads through her thoughts? What is the landscape I know that I walk with attention to topography? How necessary are her steps through our home? Who could map the streets of my mind? Whose memory is the city we build where I want to become lost? Whose laughter in the next room is home? What voice is a song moving me from my mundane worries to divine in this world? Who could draw our sons together on such fine days? whose steps overlap mine on the trails, whose feet rub together in her sleep, whose green enchiladas burn my kisses, who is the taste of damp earth and gold tequila so her kiss inebriates me, whose eyes are a galaxy open to and beyond me as I navigate my way by them day after day, how do they become more mysterious even in moments of completion, what skin besides my own maps my life, whose eyes have become planets in my sky, her orbit through my life, marking my hours.
0: Wow, very nice, Brandon. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Hold on a second.
8: Well, well, thanks for letting me read it. It's uh, a poem for my wife. We had a small fight last night, and it's a good thing to read a little bit the day after that.
0: Is it a new poem for her, like since the fight?
8: Not since the fight. No, um, that's going to be a kind of a different, different poem involving dancing and things like that. Why I need lessons, but uh, no, th- this is uh, this is just to remember, you know, how to get around it, how to get around a rough spot.
0: Well, that's great. Do you, do you have another one you could share?
8: Sure. Uh, this is called uh, Coca-Cola's guilt. They're not one of your sponsors, are they?
0: Uh, no, but they're welcome.
8: Okay, yeah, yeah, and, uh, okay, yeah, if they would help uh, Poetry Superhighway, you know, this poem is open for sale for revision. Um, Coca-Cola is guilt. I sip it slowly. No straw. Just lift the glass, flared wide at the top like Nagasaki or Hiroshima. A trademark, recognizable worldwide. Ah, the myths. Coca-Cola dissolves nails left lying in it. Adolfo Calero and Vincente Fox walked on it. It contained cocaine, analgesic for the masses. I swallow and believe. It presents itself wherever I go, washes down fast food I eat as I drive between jobs. It lifts my mood and carries me through the afternoon, safer to drink overseas than water. If rum is Cuba in the Cuba Libre, Coke is the freedom of both mother and daughter. Working for the Yankee dollar. Yes, as I sip the sweet, sticky gilt that explodes on the surface, that explodes in commercials that would like to teach the world to sing, and to listen to the pause that refreshes. Exploding in the glass of fizz, I lift. The pizzazz of the otherwise flat, real thing. Carbonation rising like fireworks in a dark night. Exploding. In my face. Thank you, thank you. Tom, no I, I finally got the uh,
0: applause button uh, pressed at the right time. Things are starting to go well in the last uh, third of the show. Um, Brandon, I really uh, liked both of those poems uh, quite a bit, and would would encourage you to to uh, call in again and even send uh, work into the Poetry Superhighway for Poet of the Week consideration if you're if you're so inclined.
8: All right, Rick. Well, you have a good afternoon.
0: Thanks. You too. I, I just, you know, I, um, I've had some odd experiences with Coca-Cola. I, I knew a, uh, I know a Buddhist poet in San Francisco who. One of the things that led him to, to Buddhism, uh, he, he was a uh, an avid, Coca-Cola drinker, and he met with a uh, a, um, a Chinese herbalist who is a Buddhist, and she, as soon as she met him, she kind of felt his wrist, and she looked in his eyes, and said. Too much Coca Cola, <laughs> and uh, and it was determined that Coca Cola kills your chi, and and he stopped drinking it and became a Buddhist right then.
8: Well, I'm glad she said too much, not not no more. I mean, well, there's moderation, moderation there. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
0: Cool, Brandon. Thanks again for calling in. I definitely want to hear more from you, and have a have a great rest of the day in Valley Center.
8: You too, Rick. Bye now.
0: Bye. All right, that was Brandon from Valley Center, California. Just uh, j- just a hop, skip, and a drive from here. Um, on the air now. Well, I'm I'm not really sure. The area code says zero zero zero, then zero one two. Just talk, and if I hear your voice, it's you.
7: Hey Rick, it's ADRAP.
0: Hey, it's you again. All right. It is it is me again,
3: <laughs> and I have the sound right this time.
0: Okay. Well, do you, do you want to try reading your poem again, really quickly? I got a, call other call, a couple of other callers I want to, want to get to to give other people a chance. But if you have it, uh, if you have it I'd love to hear it. Uh,
3: you want me to read that one again or a new one?
0: Um, you got another one? Sounds yeah, good. I have another one. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Now where
3: did it go?
0: Hold on. All right, Deirdre, let me put you on hold while you find it. So I hey, can here, hear it it. here it is. Here it is. I got okay. it. I got it. Okay, great.
3: Okay, it's called it's called Project Prancing. I'm not much for fancy paintings seen in museums. I don't want depth or pain, no meaning to be explained. I like art that is light, wisping away the view into some African American mindset. As the man crouches at the street corner, drawing his lines, imbuing his hues on the broken quarter panel of what was Grandma's basement door and I can feel the beat as the shea to the jazzy heat. We are cool, all that in our bright colors. We are crisp and clean, freshly washed it seems, having hung out in the sun, and all the colors have run outside the lines, and suddenly I feel joy, joy, joy. So I give the man his money and take my broken hunk of wood canvas, walk into the hardware store for my picture hanging kit. I take it home, place it up opposite the front door, and when I come home from running after customers, cleaning toilets, or trying to understand what the doctor wrote after he went home for the day, or maybe I was clacking in heels, dodging passes from my boss, or standing out in winter's hiss, directing traffic, but now I'm heading home down the beltway, cars back and forth between lanes, horns honking, lights flashing, fists raised, mouth singing a cuss, and he knows what I said, or I was in the human herd trying to pack in the last train I see. People bumping my intimate places, and no one speaks or looks anyone in the eye. But I don't. It don't matter, because once I open that door, I'm cool and jazzy, dancing to the music, swinging my hips in my yellow dress and heels. And I have never suffered. I have always been blessed. And I could swear I have just seen the spirit hidden deep inside the mountain, and it's joy, joy, joy. And then I close the door.
0: Peter, that was great, and I heard every word of it as well. he, now, do, do you normally read it fast, or do you feel pressure from me for my getting you to get in a hurry?
3: No, I just feel the energy in the poem.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm Is glad it to it hear that because uh, there's this, you know there's kind of a fire in the way that you read that, and it was uh, really effective. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Right, well, cool, I, I well, submitted cool. that. I
3: submitted that to Antioch Review. We'll
0: see if they oh, cool. You. Well, well, Good luck in. Uh, good luck in getting it in there. Um, I have a few other callers I want to get to in the 15 minutes that we have left, but I appreciate that you made the effort to, to make it the sound right on your computer, and, and please do call in again uh, in our next show if you're available. Yeah, sure. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. All right, that was uh, Deidre from Tacoma Park, Maryland, and uh, right now we're going to put a caller on the air from the 251 area code. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, who am I talking
7: to? Hi. Well, my name is Fox from We Speak Life Entertainment. I'm actually calling from the 910, but I have a 251 number.
0: Okay. Tell me your name again.
7: Uh, Fox from We Speak Life Entertainment.
0: Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. And do you have a poem to share?
7: Sure, sure. Not a problem. Um, This poem I read is called uh, Never Ending." Okay. Inspired to be, not inspired by this idealistic world that's embedded in the minds of the young, journeyed from the brains of an unknown and placed into a society completely opposite of its kind, only to be duplicated repeatedly by this sightless world, a meaningless gesture that was designed to corrupt the people's way of thinking, an unlawful entry into the cycle to close the gaps and keep us bond forevermore, placing our thoughts under arrest for a crime not known to be committed by man alone, but yet we suffer, and then blame for the mishaps of others, and as our eyes roll to the back of our heads, we picture these thoughts as if they have already been mastered. But disaster is upon us, and we can no longer turn, reality, turn dreams into reality of the dreams and nightmares that we will soon wake up from. And even though we feel the pain as well as feeling, we toss it back to the unforgettable place in the back of our minds, looking at the situation as if it's no big deal. But still, about 20 years down the road, we see the same situation and think, damn. Thinking that it's a blessing, you think that you learned your lesson to have gone through. But never in your life that you think that it will come back like a boomerang and haunt you. It's funny how life can be that way, knowing that you faced that level before, it comes back with the same game to play. And even though you feel it starts the beginning, life will always be never ended.
0: Cool. Congrats. Thank you very much for uh, sharing that with us. So no did, you, you? said you were with. With was that the entertainment group that uh, that LJ was part of?
7: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he told us I about
0: see. it. Oh, that's great. So we're we're getting an influx of uh, North Carolina callers and and such. Are you going to be reading in the slam that he mentioned?
7: Well, actually, I'm one of the judges, and in the, in the poetry slam You know, uh, this Wednesday is at nine o'clock, and I'm just I'm one of the judges. I'm not going to actually uh, be in it, but we're me, LJ. Um, one of our homegirls, Kiss, uh, my other friend, Paulette, is home. Uh, we're all part of We Speak Life Entertainment. We're going to be the judges in it. you know. So if anybody thinks they have talent or want to come out get in the slam with some money or just get some exposure, come on out there and, and sign up for it.
0: Cool. Well, I really appreciate that you called in, Fox.
7: Thank you. Thank you for I... the uh, time. You have a good day.
0: Thanks. you, too. All right, that was uh, our second caller from uh, North Carolina. We're sort of the nexus of poetry in, uh, in North Carolina because uh, we, had, uh, we had callers uh, in the previous show. We've had two already on this show. And, in fact, we've got another 910 area code caller on the line right now. Hello.
4: Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm Kiss. I'm Kiss representing We Speak Life Entertainment.
0: Well, you guys are getting some good representation on this this one show.
4: Yeah, we're strong tonight.
0: <laughs> so let's hear your uh, let's hear your poem.
4: Okay, my poem is called "I Want You," and it goes like this: I got a poem in my head and I don't know where to start. I can't think of how to write it, so I'll speak it from the heart. This whole situation is going to tear me apart, and this vibe change is blowing off the chart. You make me sick. I can't think of one reason to hate you. And it's so thick that I can't think of why I wouldn't want us two to stick in this situation longer than today. I mean, it's like how do you do it without even moving? Because when you're just sitting, I find my hormones maneuvering to your beat. And it's that heat that drives me crazy when we meet. Can't wait to see you later. You make my fantasies complete go to exotic places like out somewhere in South Africa where the hips move to beats that haven't been edited and all those feelings will be credited to your account in large amounts only where it counts it's amazing that my feelings are giving me this clue I want you that's
0: it very nice I I had to dim the lights and shut the door so I could fully appreciate that one (laughs) (laughs) but I, I definitely fully appreciated it
4: Okay, I'm glad I could call in and read a little poem for you guys. But we are yeah. having our slam on Wednesday, so
0: I no, hope
4: everybody
0: you, you, heard the advertisement. No, that our whole show's been about that, practically. <laughs> do, do you are you are you a reader or are you uh, are you a judge too, or what's your what's your deal with that?
4: Well, this Wednesday I am going to be one of the judges. Um, one of the one of the four judges. We're um, since we're hosting it, we're just not going to be in it. We will be saying a few poems, but we're just going to host. We're not going to enter because we're giving out the money, so. Right. What's the prize? prize, prize, It's a cash prize. We don't know exactly how much we're going to give out, but it's going to be at least $100.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Um, So what do they call, um, I've I've, I've participated in slams a little bit, but what do they call it when they put up, like, the poets who aren't being scored just to, like, synchronize the judges? What do you call that?
4: When we do what now?
0: Well, uh, you know, like you said, you were going to read some poems but not part of the slam. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes in slams they they have a a, po- a poet go up first that doesn't count you know just to kind of like break the ice and so the judges can do sort of a test scoring you know.
4: Well, I mean, I guess we, I mean, I guess you can call it just like an intermission because we're not going to start off with it like that, but it's just going to be oh, a little intermission. Okay. We get to perform, but um, that's not. It's just not going to be part of the slam.
0: Cool. All right. Well, um, well, I'm sure it'll be a great event, and I appreciate that you uh, called in, Kiss.
4: All right, thanks for having me. I have a good night you too Bye-bye.
0: bye bye right, that was um that may have rounded out the North Carolina segment of the program um if you're in uh in uh, the area you should check out the the slam that they've got going on this wednesday we've we've had you know we've had practically the entire judging staff on the air um, I'm not sure which website um they can go to for more information, but let me give you um Loan Bowens' different websites. Um, uh, again, he was the first one on earlier today. Um, uh, it's Loan Bowens the It's L E J U A N E B O W E N S ThePoet.com, or MySpace.com, slash S O M anything to say. It's S O M anything to say. Or on his personal MySpace page, which is myspace.com slash music07, and then music is N-U-S-I-Q, and you can send him a message in any of those places and get more information on Sunday's event. All right, we've got a couple more callers. Let's see if we can get them in before the end of the show. Um, hello to the 703 area code. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Who is this? Kim. Hi, Kim. Where are you from?
5: originally from New York, currently residing in Virginia.
0: Virginia, did you call in before?
4: No. Oh,
0: okay. Um, My brain just isn't working right uh, today. I seem to be recognizing everyone who I've never met before, (laughs) Um, which is a unique talent that I encourage you all to embrace. Um, So, Kim, uh, you got a poem for us.
5: Yes, I do. (laughs) Let's hear it. Okay. The name of it is called Duality. The duality that exists is real. Which side are you on? Why do you focus on the pebbles that have fallen instead of the boulders that are still left? When a drop of purity descends from the heavens, do you see life descending or water spots? When your newborn experience their lungs, do you observe their healthy ability to cry, or are you hearing screams of annoyance? When your mate reaches out to gently stroke his fingers on your face, do you feel the warmth of his touch or or the roughness of his skin? When food is prepared and seasoned with love, time, and effort, do you eat it and savor the care put into every bite, or do you think about the fact this is not what you wanted to eat? When someone greets you with a genuine, broad, affectionate smile, are you grateful for their sincerity or focused on the state of their teeth? When God saves you from everyday situations in life, do you recognize his greatness and how blessed you are, or do you say, I was lucky? When unadulterated joy encompasses your heart, mind, and soul, do you bask deeply in it, savoring every second, or do you tell yourself you are not worthy of love? When someone tells you what you think, what they think about you, do you make their words your own, or do you examine the inner truth for yourself? If your life ended right now, would you be more concerned what people would have to say about you at your funeral, or where you are going to reside for eternity? When you look at yourself, do you see an indomitable force that cannot be swayed, or do you see someone that is easily led? Are you more concerned with having hope or looking hopeful? The duality that exists is real. Which side are you on?
0: That's interesting. You know, Do you, do you ever get those uh, things on the Internet where you there's like a uh, – it happens a lot on MySpace, someone posts a bulletin, or maybe you get an email, just a long – List of questions that you're supposed to answer and then forward it to everyone. You yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, <coughs>
0: yours is obviously a, a lot deeper than any of any of the any of those. But like, what an interesting one of those your poem would make, you know? Right. Like uh, send it out to everyone and just have them answer the questions, yes, no, yes, no, yes, 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 you know? Mm -hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Well,
0: you know, I'm really concerned about their teeth, but not so much in my place in uh, the afterlife, you know? (laughs)
5: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Just to see what would would happen. Um, Cool. Uh, um, Do you, so you live in Virginia, you said? Uh Uh-huh. And do you are you involved in uh, poetry there, besides writing it?
5: I have done a poetry reading in New York, but I haven't done one in Virginia yet.
0: And when you say done, did you just show up and participate in an open reading, or, or what was it?
5: Yes, it was open reading.
0: <laughs> cool. So you've done it once. Was it a good experience?
5: Yes, it was very good, so I'm definitely going to do one again. I really enjoyed
0: cool. it. Yeah, Virginia, um, D.C. area? or Yes, um, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there's a good and vibrant community uh, there. If anyone knows of anything in particular they can recommend to Kim, uh, feel free to call in and, and let me know what it is. We'll be happy to share it with her. Um, I think we have time for for one more. If you got a got a shorter poem,
5: uh, let's see. Probably not shorter. <laughs> that was probably one of my shortest ones. <laughs> uh, well,
0: there. Well, you know, it, it, you don't have to. It's uh, okay. It, it, yeah, um well I appreciate that you, you called in and um and uh, definitely call in again. I definitely
5: will. Thank you for having
0: me. And, and do call back when you find uh, when you find readings in the DC area area, I want you to call back in and give us a report of a of a good spot to uh that people should check out. I definitely will. Cool. Thanks again. That okay. was uh have a good one. That <laughs> was uh, Kim from uh DC area in Virginia. So, I, I know, I've got about two and a half minutes left. I don't think I can take any other callers, but if you've got a really short poem and you want to want to get it in, you can try 646-716-7362. Um, I want to thank everyone uh, so far who called in. Um, uh, Deidre, who called in from Tacoma Park, Maryland, over Skype, uh, testing the sound capabilities of that. Um, Alex, our first regular from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Iowa, and uh, LJ, from originally from Detroit, um, living in Fayetteville, North Carolina, who uh, got his whole Slam Poet uh, Judge crew to call in and share poetry, um, helping to promote their Slam uh, slam event they've got going on on Wednesday. Um, again, you can uh, you can be in touch with uh, LJ. I'll just give out one of the things at myspace.com slash music07, IQ 7 um, three poets from North Carolina um, And uh, Brandon from Valley Center, California Great to hear your work, Brandon I um, really enjoyed it quite a lot And finally, Kim from uh, Virginia We'll be doing this again next month <coughs> Excuse me um, Watch on February 1st for announcement of the uh, Of this year's Great Poetry Exchange Where you'll have the chance to Uh, send a book to a randomly selected other poet somewhere else in the world, and in turn you will receive a a randomly selected poetry book from another participant. It's one of the ways that the Poetry Superhighway furthers our mission of exposing as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible, and uh, we'd love for you to participate in it. We've had many, many books um, in the past, and... uh, Uh, you should be one of those books as well. Um, So thanks again for tuning in to uh, Poetry Superhighway Live. You can listen to this show and all of our past shows in the archives at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash PSH, or if you're at Poetry Superhighway, just click on uh, uh, the PSH Live and you'll get there. Thanks again, everyone, for calling in. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, bye-bye.